Welcome to the Stacked Supplement Podcast, the premier source for supplement news and reviews. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Stacked Supplement Podcast, where we go over all of the top stories and exciting announcements shared on our website from the past seven days. Uh, we're going to kick things off again with a bit of admin. You will have seen some changes around the website. The upvoting function is now in full swing. Um, I think I shared this previously. Um, this is basically, you'll see a little, uh, tear, oh, sorry, an arrow, up arrow, down on every post uh, on the website now. And it's basically a fun little feature to just give some products more attention if you like what you see. If you don't, go up go down it's very similar to like reddit or even just the like function on facebook at the moment the you can see the results and you can do it you can see it very easily if you set for yourself if you just see a post and you're like i love this send it to your friends get them all to give it an upvote go to their home page and i think it's about three or four stories down um you'll see uh, like a little box and so the results are basically reflected in that. So if there's a story that has a boatload of votes, or at least more than any other post from the past seven days, uh, you'll see it in there. It gets automatically thrown in there, um, and they're ranked. So this should be like one to three. Sorry, should be, yeah, should be three, and they'll be they'll be listed in order. So if there's a, if there's a product that's got um, uh, you know five votes, and then four votes, and then three votes, you'll see one, two, three. Um, but again, those numbers are up and down. You might get hundreds, you might get negatives, you might get... That's kind of the whole system. I don't, I don't keep track of it. It's just a cool little way to, uh, I think, get people to interact. And you previously saw the arrows on the home page. They're now on individual post pages. So if you just go to the post, you'll see the arrow there. And we will be moving that little uh, most voted box. Right now, it's not bad. I just feel like it needs to be more prominent. I, like I said, the, the whole goal is to get people to sort of say yeah cool my, my product's up there it's one of the most voted kind of thing and that's that's what we're shooting for so we're going to shift it around maybe a little bit over the next week or so um and yeah so check it out uh, we also have trending pages now these are things that will be shared on social media um we might have done one last week i think i can't remember so basically it is the busiest categories busiest brands maybe even um busiest ingredients uh so basically it's just a list of the most um basically like i said trending brands and categories um we all have other things uh, sort of ranking them out just a nice little way for people to i guess see top categories you want to see the most uh, visited or so most um popular categories on stack from the past seven days it'll be a nice place to go and it was actually pretty big because last week not too surprisingly um the energy drink space was sitting at the top of it and I've watched it a few times and it's pretty cool to see because again it's all based on stories that we share and most of the time I would say 99% of the time pre-workout is at the top it's the busiest space it's not as like I would say it's in, in, in the same competitiveness as protein powder but the catch you got to understand is that in protein powder you have so many dominating competitors right, like Dimatize, Optimum, um, just these big protein hitters, uh, whereas in pre-workout, it's similarly competitive, but the the competition is broader, like you got it such as, it's as saturated as protein powder, but you don't have those, I mean, you have some huge winners, but it's it's just, it's an easier way to get in, from my understanding, most newcomers that enter the industry are pre-workout, they might do aminos and fat burners, but very few will, um, kind of 
stab themselves out with a protein powder and, and, and hit things home. But yeah, so um, you can check that all out on the site. Uh, the trending categories, I don't know if they're linked yet. We're going to get them linked, but right now they're not. I think it's just the thing we're sharing on social media. Um, a lot of back-end stuff that we've been working on to to uh, uptick the speed and content and everything of the site. But uh, yeah, for admin side, that's it. I actually will mention that I did record the episode going over um, I guess how, why, and what made Apollo Nutrition brand of the year last year. It got... Uh, it didn't get published. I think we had um, uh, a little bit of a delay on our end in terms of productivity. Internet was 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 falling off, and all the stories went live. That's the one thing I always make sure we do. But um, and actually, one more thing in addition to all of that, we are doing a sort of traveling tour. We uh, I personally posted it on LinkedIn. Um, we'll be visiting a few brands uh, within the months of February, March, April, and May. I think. Um, we have our U.S. outline, so we're going to Expo West, we're going to uh, Carlsbad, Dallas, Texas, um, Florida, up to New Jersey and New York, and I believe we're going to uh, Middle Eastern Europe. So if anyone uh, is any is near those areas, hit us up, let me know, we'll be interested to uh, work it into the space. Oh, and I'm also going to um, Toronto, I believe it is, but yes, so anyone that feels fit, um, drop wants us to drop by let me know hit us up on social media LinkedIn Instagram all that stuff and yeah look forward to seeing some familiar faces and uh, expanding our, our our knowledge of the supplement industry um, so yeah back to the purpose of this weekly podcast we're going to kick things off with news from Bear Bells the number one rated protein bar um, on Stacked since I first tasted the damn thing um, I'm pretty sure I made the top five list of protein bars I don't know the exact year, I don't keep track of these things, but if I'm not mistaken, I made it a few weeks or months before I actually tried the Bear Bells Protein Bar, and I think it was Carb Killer that sat on top. There are a few others that it kind of went in between. Carb Killer, if I remember, was what made me make the list, and then we were introduced to Bear Bells, and it was just like a holy shit moment. Um, And yeah, so it's, uh, it's... it's, it's, it's long known, and I think most people I've spoken to, even competitors I've spoken to, have said the same thing. They've sort of um, the uh, sort of the same thing and, and just said it's kind of considered one of the top gold standards, just the, I guess, the, the benchmark bar. And the thing is, is it's it, it was really ahead of its time when it came out. There are a lot more candy bar-style protein snacks out there now, but that thing has nailed it with each flavor and um if you haven't tried it you must it's now in the u.s it's in australia it's in uh the middle east it's practically everywhere um bear bells is yeah you you, um sweden based so they're out of sweden um and you'll kind of see a lot of products or a wider range of products in that country and around um so in the sort of nordic scandinavian region but yeah the reason we got bear bells in the news last week is they did something very very different so typically and as long as I've known the company, they launch things in Sweden. They'll launch ice creams that you won't see anywhere else. They'll launch protein snacks, protein treats, different flavors of protein bars, limited Christmas editions. These things may never even go outside of their their biggest regions, um, which is in, around, in and around Sweden. Um, but we would always announce them, and it was always difficult to keep track of what went where. But it was always Sweden. Anything that was uh, exclusive, it was Sweden. Anything that was first, it was in Sweden. Um, 
we did see a couple of uh, fast-tracked products. So the lineup of Bear Bells protein bars in the U.S. isn't the same as what you get in Sweden, but um, we did see a few more recent additions then get dropped in the U.S. So it was kind of cool to see them keeping up and keeping pace. But last week we saw something we had never seen from Bear Bells, and that is they launched a, a new flavor of that flagship number one rated protein bar exclusively in the UK and Ireland. So this is not a flavor you can get anywhere else as far as I know. I don't know if it's eventually going to go anywhere else, but it is only available in the UK and Ireland. It is crispy nougat, so it, not to be confused with um, the uh, hazelnut nougat, I think it is, which is uh, one of my favorite flavors of the uh, Bear Bells protein bar launched um, quite a while ago. But yeah, it's a um, they describe it as a smooth nougat uh, protein bar, hints of vanilla, crunchy wafer pieces, and um, roasted hazelnuts throughout, all wrapped in that signature milk chocolate that Bear Bells delivers on point every single time. It still has all of those usual Bear Bells protein bar macros, led by 20 grams of protein with 8.3 fat, 16 carbs, 1.6 sugar, and 204 calories. Um, so the flavor, to be honest, the flavor doesn't sound drastically different. Some of the flavors we've seen in the past from Bear Bells have been pretty out there um, and kind of just quite different. You know, look back no more than a few weeks ago when we got that berry licorice flavor for the soft protein bar. This is more familiar space. Like I said, Bear Bells has that hazelnut nougat flavor. Um, this is exclusively called crispy nougat, so it is different. It's not like a spin-off of that hazelnut nougat. In fact, that's actually in um, the UK and Ireland as well. So, yeah, out now, as far as I know, there is no mention or intention of it coming anywhere else or going outside of uh, that exclusive region. So pretty cool to see, really. Very cool to see. Um, and a big move. Because like I said, I, as far as I've known Bear Bells, and I think I've probably, first time I tried Bear Bells was maybe five years ago. Um and, and, and it's I've never seen it, something like that. So it's pretty cool to see that international expansion and then reward that expansion with an exclusive flavor for its fans in the UK. Um, while we're in Europe, and uh, I will admit, the pace in which we're seeing new stories shared, uh, new products shared, is picking up drastically. Um, I think near the end of November, December, it was getting a bit typical end-of-year stuff, but I'm about... 30 to 50 stories behind right now we have to be pretty selective with some of the things we share just because by the time we get around to it, it'll be three weeks old um but yeah things are picking up and while on the topic of protein bars we got details on one of the collaborations that we shared a little earlier than everyone else uh, back in december and that is grenades uh, undoubtedly delicious authentic oreo flavor of its Again, as I said earlier, it, used to, it was previously one of our number one rated protein bars. Um, originally called the Carb Killer Protein Bar. But yeah, that is an Oreo flavor of the Grenade Protein Bar. That's its official name now. Um, yeah. Now, the interesting thing here is, and I thought this was quite uh, worth mentioning. So a lot of the time when we see collaborations, we see companies sort of say things like, this is meant to taste like that, or this is meant to mimic this. Um and, and, and with protein powders, we may occasionally see, oh, look, we used pieces of this cookie and so on. Um, an interesting point that um, Grenade has mentioned about uh, its Oreo uh, um, collaboration with the Oreo Grenade Protein Bar is that uh, it uses authentic Oreo cocoa, authentic Oreo vanilla, 
and it has real Oreo pieces. So it's worth noting that these aren't, it's not just Oreo pieces, it's not just a replica or kind of a mimic of the cookie. They're actually using the ingredients that the company uses to make the um, cookie itself. And I thought there was a very interesting point that they included, but um, yeah, looking at the thing and knowing how good grenade can be, I'm taking a wild guess and saying this thing is going to be as on point as you could want. Um, again, they made it in partnership with Oreo. It looks damn delicious in pictures. I actually have some coming to me. I've known uh, Alan at Grenade for as long as Stacked has been around, <laughs> which is impressive. Uh, and so thankfully, he's sending all, some all the way to me. Um, even though it is only available in the UK and in Europe, I think it's in Europe, but it's definitely in the UK. Um, so yeah, that thing looks damn delicious. We'll get a review up as soon as we can. Um, and they've done a great job. Grenade has really kept, like I said, if you look at the pictures with that uh, authentic cocoa and vanilla and Oreo pieces throughout. And again, if you look at the pictures on the site, you'll see that it's got a very, I guess, a seemingly cookie base, creamy vanilla layer, cookie pieces throughout, and then that wrapped in that grenade chocolate. So I'm going to take a take a to make a prediction here and say this thing's on point i don't think i've had a flavor of the grenade protein bar that wasn't on point and um notably this is uh definitely not on the higher end but definitely one of grenades more higher calorie i think if i recall correctly they usually stick around 20 22 grams of protein for around 220 calories so this is 21 grams of protein at 233 it's still pretty lean on sugar at one gram uh 10 fat and 20 grams of carbohydrates so very typical. I think I have seen some of the grenade protein bars that are a little bit higher. But um, yeah, the brand has all the tools to pull this one off. It's an authentic Oreo collaboration. I'm hyped for it. Um, and we'll definitely be sharing our thoughts as soon as uh, we get it in our, on our doorstep. Um, sticking with uh, the functional space, or at least somewhere in that realm, uh, last week, Applied Nutrition announced two new flavors for its body fuel hydration beverage. Um, this was the thing that dropped in December of last year, I think. Yeah, I think it was December. Uh, and made a lot of noise. A lot of noise, um, mostly because this was a little bit after Logan Paul did his comparison of the prime hydration sticks versus liquid IV. And that has really spawned many brands doing similar. Kind of, whether they blur it out or they just put it up straight up, they do comparisons against leading competitors obviously liquid hydration uh, sorry liquid iv was the competitor the leading competitor in that comparison and then it was put next to prime and the things with comparisons they are fun and it's a nice way to kind of highlight some differences against a product someone would be quite familiar with but it's always an argument of you're showing off your highlights right so if i'm like six foot six and i weigh 200 kilos and this other person, not actually, not, not that anyone who weighs 20 kilos is 6'6", six, six, but let's just say someone is 6'6", six, six, 300 pounds. Um, you know, and you say, look, I'm 6'6", six, six and, and, and uh, 300 pounds, and this guy's 6'2", and 200 pounds. That makes it sound better because the numbers are higher, but you might be leaving off things like fat percentage. The bigger guy might not even be that strong. So you have these, with comparisons, you always have the ability to highlight your positives and just leaving out your negatives. Um, so the comparisons are fun. And again, they're a nice way to compare to competitors. But uh, yeah, that was kind of one of the big things that Bodyfuel did not too long after the Prime. Uh, Logan Paul did that Prime comparison. Applied athletes, um, Patty the Batty went and did one with their Bodyfuel hydration beverage. 
versus the prime hydration beverage. Um, so it was pretty cool and it put it on the map. And to be honest, they, I don't even know if they needed that extra comparison to get attention because if you followed that story, it was only a few days after applied launch body fuel, they sold out completely. And the guys over there were not afraid to tell me that they sold out of 180,000 units. A lot of the time I'll get brands that'll say, look, we sold out of this and we sold out of that and they just won't give me numbers. No one, I don't think I've seen, heard anyone who's kind of like boasts that they sold out in a few hours and tells me exact numbers. You'll occasionally get limited edition products. They'll say, we got 2,000 of these and they'll sell out. Um, this was a full launch and they sold out and this isn't limited. This is 180,000 units in a few days. Um, but yeah, probably probably trailing off a bit there. But um, yeah, so Body Fuel Applied launched it in three flavors to start. You had lemon, lime, orange, and summer fruits. Um, yes, and then uh, so they announced two new flavors last week, and they I believe are rolling out. They were rolling out at the time of announcement, so they're probably available now. Um, and they are icy blue raz and a slightly more colorful um striped flavor uh, and by striped i mean as in the, the bottle is striped uh, horizontally and it's um that flavor is a uh, rocket ice lolly so a popsicle inspired one um pretty quick expansion again the product launched early last month so good to see i mean like i said they sold through 180,000 units uh they didn't need to i didn't need to check with them if they had if they had found it successful it was a pretty big thing um now, the next story we're going to was actually a pretty interesting one that we saw. It wasn't really a story. It was a bit of information from a company called um, a Leo HB, or it's a branded uh, ingredient called Leo HB. Now, this featured recently in Glaxon's inflammation supplement, Grit. Now, what Leo HB is and the reason we featured it was because I just thought it was probably one of these things that you could could really help you stand out in terms of a brand. So Leo HB is not exclusively like one ingredient, if that makes sense. So you can get Leo HB enhanced Boswellia, uh, Leo HB um, Osolic Acid. Uh, so it's, it's basically you kind of pair it or you process it with a typically poor, or poorly soluble active ingredient. And, and basically it enhances the dispersibility of said ingredient for better what they said is bioaccessibility and better bioavailability, better bioavailability, and in turn getting you better results. So just to put it simply, if you had 500 milligrams of, I don't know, magic dust, and then you had 500 milligrams of magic dust with Leo HB, if it was a poorly soluble ingredient or just that was one of its limiting factors, combined with Leo HB, you would get more out of that 500 milligrams. So it, it's similar to, I guess, estrogen or um, the uh, ingredient optimized technology or even uh, biopairing, but it, 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 in the sense that it helps you get more out of an ingredient, but it's a completely different technology and completely different approach, and it applies to polysoluble ingredients. And that was what Glaxon used it with in uh, Grit with uh, Leo HB Boswellia. So it was a pretty cool little twist um, to see. And um, again, I, I kind of liked the fact that um, they offer, so they offer Boswellia Leo HB or Leo HB Boswellia and Osolic Acid, as I mentioned. But the cool thing is, is that they are open to other companies bringing them ingredients that fit the bill that would, I guess, uh, 
benefit from Leo HB. So it's not exclusively for their shelf ingredients as they describe them. So it gives brands the opportunity to really stand out. So you could bring, like I said, any, well not any ingredient, but an ingredient that would benefit from the technology that has poor solubility and would, would, would uh, greatly require better bioaccessibility. And it could make you stand out because these could be things that aren't offered to other brands and it could be something that no other brand has thought of. And like I said, and they're willing to work with these companies. And I thought that was very cool because to try and stand out in any category right now is not easy to do. And if you can offer something that no one else can, that is a huge upside. Very much to what I was saying about the comparison, you highlight your positives and not your negatives. If you highlight something that literally no one else can, it's it's a it's, it's a big win. And it's it's in I mean it's like I said, standing out in the sports and nutrition industry is not an easy thing to do, and uh, that would greatly do it. You can check out the website. Uh, just type in Leo HB. That's L E O H B. You're about to get more information from there, but it, again, well worth checking out if you're a brand, especially if you want to help yourself stand out, which is, of course, something Glaxon is known for uh, in its formulation side, so it's no surprise they were one of the first ones I had seen using it. The next story we have, and this was this was a pretty big one, this was, um, actually, this, we'll make this the sort of last topic. I'm pretty sure a previous episode, uh, last week's episode roundup, I shared a whole bunch of news from Monster, and... Um, yeah, that's pretty much what we uh, continued into this week. So we had a whole bunch of stories to share, um, starting with a couple of flavor extensions. So the non-carbonated Monster Rehab Energy Drink is getting a new wild berry tea flavor. The Monster Reserve uh, Energy Drink, which is, they describe it as sort of the original, that, that regular green M on black can Monster Energy Drink with a fruity twist. So kind of like a fruity version of uh, that so that is called Monster Reserve. That's getting a new kiwi strawberry flavor, and then we got into some big ones, some big stories. Firstly, um, we got a fresh look at Monster Beast Unleashed. Now we shared details of this for what we had last year, and um, didn't really have a whole lot to go off, but the news was 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 definitely worth sharing. So basically, Monster's Beast Unleashed is the company's. Um, uh, dive into the alcoholic beverage world. So it is, uh, it is a beverage with 6% um, alcohol. Um, I believe, yeah, so it has no sugar. And I'm pretty, pretty, I wouldn't, I don't want to like, I don't want to say monster-like, but if you look at the can design, you'll kind of be like, okay, that's kind of fitting with the monster character. Um, and yeah, it's rolling out. I believe it's rolling out next month um, to stores. Uh, there'll be four flavors, uh, Scary Berries, Peach Perfect, Mean Green, and White Haze. And uh, again, they'll have 6% alcohol, no sugar. They'll be available in a 16-ounce can, so the standard 16-ounce, and a 12-ounce slim can. Um, and yeah, coming to stores next uh, next month. It's a big expansion. Um, anytime a brand has the opportunity or, or, or I guess takes the opportunity to dive into a different space than they're known for, it's pretty cool to see. Um, I just always like seeing it because it, 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 it gives companies the chance to bring a fresh new angle to something that you may never actually see. Um, just a very extreme example, let's say a gymnast uh, who's competed at the Olympics for, I don't know, two decades or whatever, goes into the gym. He's going to be doing something very different to what someone who's just who's a bodybuilder, right? Um, my point being that when you get someone bringing 
an approach to a category that they're not as familiar with, um, but they're very familiar with something else, it, 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 it's, it's quite refreshing, I guess. It's, it's fun. It spices things up. Very similar to when you see a functional brand come out with a pre-workout or vice versa, a sports nutrition brand do a protein snack. A beverage brand to a protein bar, a protein bar company, you, you get the gist of it. It's cool to see. Um, but in addition to details on Monster Beast Unleashed, which again, we had, we did have word that it was coming last year and we shared a bit on our site, but now we've got a full look, more details. You can, you can find, uh, you can check out the look for yourself on the site. But we also got news of another beverage coming to Monster, and this is also a big difference, a big twist, something else, something different. Um, and so Monster is getting into the canned water business. And the thing about this one was that this isn't completely new, but it was very new to me. And it'd probably be new to most from like regular energy drink or energy drinkers. So back in 2003, Monster introduced what was called Tor Water. Uh, and it was basically just canned water. But they only made it exclusive to athletes, uh, musicians, at events and and again as far as i could research and find out um it was first available at uh, the vans warped tour back in 2003 uh, and again it was exclusive to uh, athletes and musicians and this wasn't something that was widely available to the public and as far as i know and as far as i've heard from many many um uh, energy drink connoisseurs or collectors this is not an easy thing to get your hands on over the years um it's it's not that it was like ceased to exist. They kept coming out with it. Tor water was basically sort of this, I guess, this underground secret beverage from the from the research that I did, trying to figure out what the hell this was. And yeah, first available in two thousand and three, and so twenty years later, Monsters making it uh, official, making it public. So it's going to be rolling out to stores uh, this year. Um, as I said, it's it, just, it is kind of it's. It's nothing. It's nothing special. It is just canned water, but it comes in, I guess, yeah, that familiar format for Monster. That the canned, um, uh, sixteen ounce. Uh, sorry, actually, there will be two sizes. I should mention that there will be a sixteen ounce of this and a nineteen ounce Tall Boy, uh, and the product will be coming in still and sparkling versions. And so the design on the can will be a little bit different between the two versions, but the same uh, on the sizes, if that makes sense. So the Tor Water um, um, still, I believe, is going to have like a guitar on it, and then the um, Sparkling is going to have like a like a crowd surfing robot, if I could describe it. Uh, and the design is very. It's not so much monster esque; it's more Vans Warped Tour circa two thousand three esque. So it's it, it's kind of paying um homage to that original 2003 debut at vans warped tour and it actually says on the can vans warped tour so i thought it was a pretty cool little thing and it, it again much like i love anything with the story this was a pretty cool story especially coming from the beverage beast that is monster and that's right right away like i said the monster just dominated headlines last week and rightfully so they've got two beverages that are going into spaces that aren't energy and that's a pretty big move. And they're pretty different. And, um, you know, none of those have caffeine in them. I should have mentioned that. The, the water doesn't have caffeine in it, nor does the uh, the Beast Unleashed. But, yeah, they'll be rolling out. Uh, Beast Unleashed is coming out next month. And Tor Water, I don't actually know when that's... All I read was that it was coming out this year. I'm not sure when that's going to roll out. 
but you'll be able to get the, I believe they said the 19 ounce will be more specific to convenience stores, or the 16 ounce is going to be available in um, packs of 12 and will be found at major supermarkets. So you you you, uh, you might see it based, based on that, it's going to everywhere. It's not going to just like this place and that place. It's going to a lot of places if they've made these specific sizes for, like I said, convenience stores and supermarkets. But uh, you can check all that out on the site. Um, Monster, yeah, just, just, just go to the site, type in Monster if you want to see the specific products, um, Beast Unleashed and Tour Water. Yeah, you'll be able to type those in and find them too. But for this episode, that is a wrap. Um, like I said last week, we recorded the Apollon summary brand of the year explanation type thing. Uh, that'll be going live within the next few days. I have it ready and loaded. I think it just got to the weekend and we didn't get around to it. But um, that'll go off. And we actually are doing an interview with the man himself from Apollon that'll be going on our podcast. And I'm actually doing a separate one with Robic, uh, who is the... Uh, one of the owners of Apollo Nutrition for his podcast. And I think that's either, it's been recorded this week and going live this week, I think. Uh, either way, it's, it's been recorded. Uh, so be sure to catch that over on uh, the Apollo. I'm sure it'll be shared on the Apollo. We'll probably put up on our stories, but uh, that should be a fun little interview and a nice interaction. But uh, for this week's episode, that is it. Uh, thank you for listening and look forward to having you back next time.